Esther turned into the parking lot as Father Donald came up to the passenger side of the car, beating on the window. Unlock the goddamn door, he yelled. She pushed the button, trying to lean over and help with the door as he yanked it open and slid inside, slamming the door. They've taken Norman. God damn it, they took Norman, he yelled. Follow them. If they get too far away, if they get out of this damnable city, we may never see him again. His face was flushed with anger and blood bubbled out of his nose. Are you all right? Asked Esther, pulling the steering wheel around to the left, gunning the motor as her old Crown Victoria blew smoke out the back. She had her foot pressed all the way to the floor. Tell me what you know, she said, slipping into her native German accent. There was no need for her to maintain her cover right now. Her voice was calm and even. Father Donald was leaning forward in the front seat, his hands braced on the dashboard as if he was trying to get there just ahead of the car. They caught a glimpse of the black SUV as the road curved around to the right, and then it slipped from view again. Donald! she shouted, trying to get his attention. Focus! What do you know? she said, spacing out each word. They must have been watching him for some time. There was a tracker on his car and he saw the same van at the park where he goes for a run every Friday. The father never took his eyes off the road ahead, scanning from left to right. I've told him more than once about keeping the same schedule, said Esther, swearing under her breath. She took a small hill, barely making the curve as the car skidded past an old tree along the roadside. We were coming outside to see if we could find the tracker when the van pulled up out of nowhere. I think I injured one of them, but that won't matter. They'll have planned for that, even the death of an entire team, said Esther. Someone planned very carefully. Esther took a hard right turn onto Forest Avenue as the car fishtailed, swinging out into the other lane. Several cars leaned on their horns, and a driver waved at them dramatically as they sped past. An old woman at the wheel and a bloodied cleric leaning forward in his seat. Where are you going? He demanded. What makes you think they turned? They would have turned several times by now and may even have doubled back. We have interfered with their plans, and if Norman saw the same van in the park, they are already working from a contingency plan. We won't catch them if we try to figure out where they are driving. They will be trying to get out of Richmond as quickly as possible, and probably not by car. That's too easy to spot and takes too long to get anywhere. An airport, said Father Donald. There are too many to guess, a few county ones, he said, hurriedly trying to recall the ones controlled by management. New Kent or Chesterfield, that has to be it. That one can handle small executive jets. Heavily controlled by management, they wouldn't choose that one. What the hell? Who do you think took Norman if it wasn't management? Asked Father Donald wiping the blood still dripping from his nose onto his black clerical shirt, leaving a sheen. The private ones, what are those? Sabote Airport, if, if you head west outside of the city toward Charlottesville? There's Mayer's Airport in Ashland heading north, and Christian's Airport in Mechanicsville. The devil's spawn took Norman, George Clemente. We have a mole in his inner circle, said Esther, taking a hard left onto Patterson Avenue, heading away from the suburbs and the city.